likes of Zig Ziglar, Ronald Reagan, Art Linkletter, and Og Mandino. Everything I did was on a defined timeline, and speed was always a priority for me. Though the impetus for my preoccupation may have been silly, speed served me well. It helped me accomplish a great deal in a short amount of time, and became a key factor in my success. I suppose it became a sort of secret weapon for me. About a couple of years ago, I noticed that my fixation with speed, my secret weapon, was no longer a secret. On a mass scale, speed had penetrated the human experience. However, not everyone welcomed it with open arms. In fact, a lot of people considered the accelerated speed of life and business a problem, and that is precisely what inspired the age of speed. Now that so many people are affected by speed, I'd like to offer a new perspective to help you turn its power to your advantage and accomplish remarkable things fast. Part 1. The Speed Phenomenon. Chapter 1. A More Faster Now Revolution. It became clear to me that the age of speed was upon us while I was inching through an endless security line in the Orlando airport. I was running late that morning, and it seemed everyone else was too. The line in front of me wrapped around twice, and it was filled with people dripping with impatience. Like them, I felt completely frustrated. I calculated that it would be at least 20 minutes before I earned the privilege of standing in my socks on the cold tile and having a stranger pat down my legs. Then I saw a woman in a business suit whisk right past the line. Carry-on in hand, she stepped to the right of the security station, paused for a moment, and continued through to the gates. When I learned what that woman went through to save those 20 minutes, it struck me. Our hunger for speed has become so acute that we are willing to sacrifice extraordinary things to satisfy it. I realized that speed is a defining characteristic of our time, that what we're experiencing is not merely the drama du jour, but a more faster now revolution. The woman in the Orlando airport was a member of a registered traveler program that uses biometrics, body scanning technology, for identification purposes. Though the word biometrics may not sound familiar, the concept has undoubtedly crossed your consciousness at some point. Voice recognition devices, eye scanning lasers, face recognition machines. With the help of James Bond, Charlie's Angels, and their photogenic cohorts, this is one business that has never been starved for attention. But privacy concerns and security issues have kept biometrics from becoming as widely used in real life as it is in the movies. 90% of Americans think designing safeguards against the misuse of biometric IDs is important. They're concerned that biometrics presents a threat to privacy and security, both personal and national. After all, the technology identifies you based on unchangeable biological measures, and the data can be stored. Anybody with access to the stored data can read, and potentially copy, the most intimate details of your physical makeup. 
What if that information fell into the wrong hands? Could the police show up at your door to arrest you for a crime you didn't commit because somebody stole your fingerprints? Could a terrorist organization use stolen data to get its members across national borders? Biometric technology makes the very constitution of our bodies vulnerable to observation, judgment, and even theft. Just how much of ourselves are we willing to reveal, to risk? Despite this debate, Verified Identity Pass began testing its biometric identification program, CLEAR, in the Orlando International Airport in 2005. It was as if the security and privacy concerns had become non-issues, all because VIP offered travelers the opportunity to speed up. At Orlando's airport, those registered for the CLEAR program wait in security lines three minutes at most, while anyone else might endure a wait of 32 minutes. And three minutes is the maximum. According